Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Molly, do you think I ought to send Fern Prawl a valentine? You mean that girl you went with when you were in high school? That's the one. Definitely do. Don't tell me you're still interested in her. Oh, Molly, don't be ridiculous. Of course I'm not. I hardly even remember what she looks like, except that she had blue eyes and blonde hair and was five feet two and weighed 108 pounds. And that's all you remember? That's about the size of it. <laughs> Did you get that, Molly? It has a double meaning when you're talking about fern size. Kate's <laughs> funny, McGee. I thought it was pretty good for just stumbling onto it like that. There's one thing I'd like to know, though. If you aren't interested in fern prowl anymore, why do you want to send her a valentine? I didn't say I wanted to. I just asked whether you thought I ought to. Besides, you still get one every year from Leroy Bodenheimer. <laughs> That's different. Well, I'd like to know what's the gosh darn different about it. Besides, sending a valentine to Fern wouldn't be like sending it to a girl. It's more like the way you'd drop a postcard to an old friend if you was at Grand Canyon or someplace. You're not at Grand Canyon. Now, why do you feel obligated to send a valentine to somebody you haven't seen for 40 years? My gosh, Molly, if the girl's been eating her heart out that long, she ought to be entitled to some recognition. For endurance, if for nothing else. What makes you think that Fern is still eating her heart out for you? Molly, when a woman feels about a man the way Fern felt about me, the fire don't go out overnight. Did you happen to catch a look at the way she behaved at our wedding? Yes, she was laughing so hard she almost broke up the ceremony. Yeah, but she was laughing with tears in her eyes. Molly, you know, I've never had a moment's regret about tossing Fern over for you, but Dad, that I get a guilty conscience once in a while. Oh, dear. Well, it's all my fault that Fern's living a life of spinsterhood. How do you know she is if you haven't heard from her for 40 years? Let's face it, Molly. How could a girl possibly go out with me and then be satisfied with somebody else? Huh? I know Fern. She wouldn't throw her life away just for the sake of getting married. Okay, send her a valentine if you want to, McGee. I don't care. Well, now, don't get the idea I'd send one of those mushy kind. They they got more impersonal ones that say stuff like, to an old buddy of either sex on Valentine's Day. Okay, if it'll ease your conscience. Now, I'm going to go out and get the mail. Uh, see, I think they tore down Fern's house to make room for the bridge approach in 1922, but I guess if I send it to the old address, she'll get it. Here's something for you in the mail, McGee. Looks like a card of some kind. Well, I wonder what that could be. Well, I'll be a kangaroo's cousin. It's a valentine from Fern Crawl. Oh, she's got a little note on the back. She says, I've been trying for years to get out there to see you, but my husband is so busy with oil lands and investments that we don't travel much. I hope you get back here someday. Would love to have you meet my four kids and 16 grandchildren. Best regards, Fern. Ah, she's eating her heart out for you, all right. Yeah. Well, looks like the kid got lucky. I guess I won't bother sending her a valentine. And Molly, for Pete's sake, tell that Leroy Bodenheimer to stop sending them to you, will you? It isn't proper. 